from Kurtco Media. Coming up on this episode of Life Done Better. I found that people who have severe anxiety find it very hard to go in and change their whole diet immediately. So that's why I created the supplement was like, just pop those in. You know, you definitely want to take four a day at that point. Pop them in so at least, you know, you're starting to create a different gut microbiome. Like get your food and nutrients from supplements until you get more momentum to say, okay, now I'll have a green juice every day as well. Okay, now I'm going to create a healthy dinner every day as well. Like just start to get momentum that way. Welcome to Life Done Better. I'm your host, Jill DeYoung. Dealing with daily stress and anxiety has been somewhat normal in the past year. We got hit hard with the pandemic, the political and social unrest, and then there is stress in relationships, stress from an emotional trauma, such as sexual abuse, violence, and death of a loved one, financial stress. We all have our share of tough things to deal with in life. If you are dealing with anxiety, you are not alone. This episode is all about how to best manage your anxiety from reframing your thoughts to getting enough rest and the food you eat. My guest today is my friend, Liana Werner-Gray. She is a certified nutritionist, natural food chef, and the author of Anxiety Free with Food. Liana, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here again. Yay! Thank you so much for having me back. I love talking to you. And, you know, you live on the East Coast. We definitely have a lot of time difference. And so it's nice to actually get on a Zoom call with you to see your pretty face. I would love to dive right in because I know, like, you've actually dealt with a lot of changes in your life and you have dealt with so many health issues. And so, like, how has anxiety impacted your life and how did this whole book come about? I was starting to experience a high amount of anxiety and I was curious because this was after I had healed the golf wall sized tumor in my lymphatic system, which we talked about with the cancer free with food. It was after I healed binge eating and having the addiction to junk food. And I felt really good in a good place. And then all of a sudden I was experiencing anxiety and I was like, okay, where is this coming from? And with all my work with healing, I always direct people to in the point of healing, okay, is this physical? Is this mental, emotional, or spiritual? And I thought, I don't think it's a spiritual, mental, emotional part because I'm really working on those things. And I feel like I'm getting there, getting some good results with those parts. But then I thought, I think this is just purely physical, which is interesting since my diet is the earth diet, you know, totally natural, mostly plant-based. But I went to do a blood test with a functional doctor. And I wanted, I told her, I want to check if there's any brain chemistry that's off And sure enough, the results came back and I was deficient in omega-3 fatty acids. Common for people who are plant-based is to have a deficiency. And then I looked into it and deficiencies are linked to anxiety, especially being deficient in omega-3 fatty acids. So she said, take a fish oil supplement, which at first I didn't want to do because I was like, oh, I don't want to have fish every single day. But I thought, you know what? It's probably better than the anxiety. So let me just experiment and try it for a month. And so I did that and then ate more walnuts, wild salmon, wild tuna, hemp seeds, chia seeds, flax seeds, and avocados. So I got a lot more good, healthy fats into my diet. And just within three days of doing this, along with the supplements, I felt so different. I couldn't believe it. And so then I started to research it more and I just was so excited. And I was like, I want to tell more people about this because I don't think enough people realize that nutritional deficiencies are linked to anxiety. 
Absolutely. I must agree. I feel like, you know, we're thinking about being more mindful, like taking more time off, going in nature, but you don't really think so much about the food, even though you may have a good diet in place or you you may have some improvements to make. We don't really think that that's going to immediately give us the anxiety that, you know, is causing us to feel pretty tense and overwhelmed throughout the day. And if you feel like you need any testing like Liana did, what was the test call that you did for the omega-3? Yeah, it was through Boston Heart. So the Boston Heart Lab, you can just ask them, say you want to check your omegas and your amino profile as well. Okay. Omegas and amino profile testing. So now how would you say it has changed how you operate day to day? Like, do you feel like, you know, you have a certain thing that you eat for breakfast every day or is it different? It's just that overall, like you're adding more omega-3s to your diet. Yeah, well, I never skip a day of taking omega-3 <laughs> supplements now. And now I get the blood test done every six or 12 months just to make sure my levels are good and they're up. I'm also taking other supplements just to really nourish the nervous system and the brain, like B vitamins, magnesium also. Magnesium deficiency is linked to anxiety. And then since this whole process, I've also created my own supplements. So supplements have become a big part of my diet, whereas previously they were not. And now I just focus on eating good, healthy fats and not avoiding them. Wonderful. So all these things that you've added now, what have you removed, eliminated? What did you need to take out? Or what do you tell other people to make sure not to eat anymore? Because some foods really do increase anxiety levels in most people, right? Yeah. So I actually wrote about this in Anxiety Free with Fruit, my new book. And I have a top 15 list of foods that are proven to be neurotoxic and anxiogenic. So this means that there are substances that actually produce anxiety in the body. It's crazy. I didn't realize that there were foods that were anxiogenic in that category. And then there are foods that are anxiolytic that actually reduce anxiety. And so I write all of those in the book. And the first one that you can probably imagine that triggers anxiety is refined sugar. Ooh, yeah. You can feel the rush of sugar going through your body. You kind of feel like at first it's a good feeling and then it's uneasy. Like, you feel kind of sticky. (laughs) Feeling, And it's neurotoxic. You know, it's too much. It's so refined. It's too much for the brain and nervous system to be able to handle. And so it just, the end result is anxiety. So, and also when we eat so much refined sugar, it creates a different gut microbiome. And then that, if we have an unhealthy gut microbiome, we're going to have constant anxiety. So removing sugar. And I used to be a sugar addict, as you know, before I did the earth diet, before I healed, I was so addicted to sugar. I ate it all day, every day, every meal, snacks. I'd wake up like gummy bears in my bed. Like I was a huge junk food addict. And so for me, it was like, okay, wow, well, how do I live a life without sugar? And this is a big one for so many people. And so then with the earth diet, I talk about, okay, you can have sugar and this is actually called replacement therapy. You can have sugar, but just make sure it's natural sugar. So have honey, maple syrup, dates, fruit, stevia, monk fruit. There's so many amazing natural sugars. And whenever you have a craving for sugar, eat that sugar instead. And eventually you won't even crave refined sugar. You won't resonate with it. When you eat it, it'll be like, oh, wow, this is too sweet. You know? Yeah, totally. I, I am visualizing myself at a birthday party. And obviously I got a piece of cake and I was just like, not really feeling like I wanted to eat it, but I was like, you know what? I'm not going to say no. We're celebrating in a small group. It, it's, it's almost kind of rude not to eat it. And I was just like taking a few bites and halfway through it, I'm like, I can't eat more. It's too much. It doesn't even taste good anymore. You know, what would you say is number two? 
bad fats, so trans fats, genetically engineered fats, fats that are like vegetable oils, like canola oil, any foods that are fried in these fats, fast foods, or margarine is another one. Also, just regular cakes, cookies, donuts, those all have trans fats or hydrogenated fats. So these are just very refined fats. It's just like refined sugar, refined fats. And so removing those. And I found that, you know, working as a nutritionist or in a health coach now for 11 years is that when people eat enough good, healthy fat, they won't crave those fried foods every single day. So replace it with good, healthy fats and have olive oil on your salad and just totally avoid the trans fats. It's real. You know, some people like, oh, food doesn't really matter. I'll just eat, you know, whatever. And it's okay, obviously, to eat these things once every now and then, but not to have as your staple diet, obviously. Wow. Those are some super interesting facts and science to that. I didn't know that. So thanks for sharing. And what is your number three Oh, number three to avoid that's neurotoxic, anxiogenic is chemicals added to foods. So things like blue number five, or you'll see so many chemicals in foods these days. If you can't pronounce it, then chances are it's not good for you. And they are inflammatory. And the food system in America actually gets away with it. There are 30 ingredients that are in our foods here are in hot dogs, they're in sodas, like anything that's colored blue or red, like red number 50, red 40, yellow 50. Those are all banned in Australia, Europe, UK and Canada, yet they're allowed here in the food system. So those are all proven neurotoxic and those are contributing to mental health issues, including anxiety and depression. And again, if you love the science, I've put so much in the book. So it's not just saying like, oh, chemicals are bad. It's like, here's why they're bad. And they're also linked to Alzheimer's and dementia. So I just don't believe the brain was designed to be able to eat those things. You know, you are a health food guru, a certified nutritionist, and you know, you're, you're on TV shows constantly. And I see that you're actually showing them to eat somehow healthy junk food. And I'm like, oh, she is doing the buttercups or the chocolate buttercups again. She's doing this and that. And I'm like, this is so cool because people want to eat foods that are just satisfying and, and that make them feel like they are treating themselves, not just the vegetables. Right. And so I love that about you because you make people understand that you can still have it all. It's just that not all the time. And if you do use wholesome ingredients and take all these chemicals out. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not realistic to say, I'll just never eat cookie dough again or never eat gummy bears again. We're human beings and we love pleasure and we love to feel good. And so we should eat mostly like super healthy, you know, all the vegetables, fruits, nuts, and seeds, and some grass fed meats and seafood for those who choose that. And then there are all these other treat options as well to replace any craving that we have. And that's how people are able to stay consistently healthy and not do this yo-yo thing. You know, you can have cookies, you can have anything, tacos, burritos. (laughs) I know you love your cookie dough. What are your ingredients for your cookie dough? Because you don't actually make a cookie out of it. You just actually eat the cookie dough, right? I usually do both. I usually eat half cookie dough and bake the other half. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be the best of both worlds. Uh, So, well, Bob's Red Mill has a new product out. It's paleo flour, and it is the perfect blend. You can also make it at home yourself, but the blend is coconut flour, almond flour, tapioca, and arrowroot. So the arrowroot and tapioca make it super soft with the coconut and almond flour. So it's white and just so soft. It's like traditional cookie dough. 
like mm. a flour. And of course, you know, you can just do almond flour and tapioca as well if you just want to blend at home. So I use that and then I sweeten it with honey. Actually, lately I've been getting into sweetening with dates just to be even more wholesome. And dates are very anxiolytic, great for anxiety. And then I'll put a bit of sea salt and then some vanilla extract. And then the chocolate chips, I've been using Imlakesh chocolate chips because they're sweetened with monk fruit dairy-free or sometimes the huge gems sweetened with coconut sugar. They're a bit sweeter. And then sun butter, of course. The sun butter sticks it all together. And then I will add a Nutiva buttery coconut oil as well to make it like actual taste like cookie dough with butter. And then just eat that. And it's protein, antioxidants, good healthy fats. And then you can bake them in the oven for seven minutes. That is one of my favorite recipes. Yum, yum. Give me some. So Liana, do you have a morning routine that you follow? Is it like similar day to day or do you like to change things up? Do you meditate to reduce anxiety before you even get on your phone in the morning? Or do you go straight from bed to work, getting up, getting a coffee? Or do you say, no, I skip coffee because that kind of increases anxiety in my body. Tell me a little bit about your personal daily routine. In the book, I have a list of the controversial foods and coffee's on that because coffee actually reduces anxiety for some, but for others, it causes anxiety. So that has to be bio-individual. So each person should know that for themselves of like, coffee, nope, I can't have it, causes anxiety, or nope, I need it every day and it's amazing because there's so many good health benefits in coffee as long as it's not triggering anxiety for you because some people are more caffeine sensitive than others and it might depend on your gut and your adrenals and all that kind of stuff. But my morning routine is no way do I go on my phone when I wake up no way even near like I just cannot even deal with that my phone is on airplane mode when I go to sleep and then when I wake up in the morning I might might not even turn it on for an hour or two I like to have that time to myself and I always always say okay good morning okay god hi thank you that I'm here and focus on some things I'm grateful for because I'm not a morning person honestly and so focusing on gratitude and saying like thank thank you thank you thank you it puts me into a positive state immediately and then I like to do yoga I like to drink a chlor big chlorophyll water get that oxygen in my body get those greens into my body usually will then you know get about my day and start working well I love hearing that you actually have some real time alone to sit still to kind of dive into the gratitude practice and move your body drink water and feel energized and peaceful even before you start working. Because I think a lot of people get up and get going right away. And I think that's where the overwhelm starts. Like the anxiety of, oh, you got to be somewhere on time. If it's actually going up to a certain place or on a Zoom meeting, you know, having breakfast or I don't have time to have breakfast. I'm going to grab something quickly here or there. The kids need to go to school. Things happen that, you know, like may cause stress right away managing anxiety is different for all of us. Like I know you just moved and I see that you're taking up gardening. So I would love for you to talk a little bit about that because that's new in your life. You lived in a pretty high stress city, New York City, and you've just moved. And so tell me where you moved to and how did that feel to move to a new city in a new place where you pretty much don't know anyone? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they say there's a stat that says that Moving home is one of the top three most stressful things that a person will ever endure in their life. The first one is being death of a family member. 
or a loved one and the second one being divorce, the third one being moving home. So that I definitely was prepared that there would be some anxiety coming up and I was living in New York City for 11 years, which is like a third of my entire life at this point and the two other two thirds in Australia. And so, you know, I was excited to move because I always wanted to come back closer to nature, be closer to earth. And I, it's always been a dream of mine to have my own garden. And in New York, I was just living such a busy lifestyle, traveling every other day. It was crazy. And so now I, you know, I live in Charlottesville, Virginia. I never thought I would live in Virginia, the things we do for love. And then I also um, live in Florida as well. So spend my time between both, but I have a rooftop garden here in Virginia and it's, it's great. I have so much lettuce growing that I can't even keep up and eat it. Even if I have a big salad every single day. And it's just so rewarding to go up and pick the lettuce and make a salad. And I've never had such a fresh salad. It is incredible. And it's so rewarding. Oh my gosh. There's also studies on it to show that people garden actually are healthier. They have less heart disease and they're happier. So less anxiety, less mental health because they're out there connected to nature. And also it's considered exercise. Uh, That's so sweet. I love thinking about you with your hands in the dirt and bringing this (laughs) lettuce to the kitchen and actually making your food from the roof garden to your kitchen on your plate. And then, you know, sharing it for dinner with your husband. Oh, actually not husband yet. Sorry, boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a little break and we'll get right back to you for more healthy food tips and mindful tricks. Julie's is changing the dating game one medjool at a time. Now, Jolie's is not another dating app, but they can promise you to never have a bad date again. Dates grow on palm trees, so where you would normally envision coconuts, picture hundreds of dates. Organically grown in California, these hand-picked dates are so fresh and so delicious. They taste like caramel mm, and satisfies any sweet craving. If you're like me and enjoy something sweet but prefer not to eat candy and anything with added sugar because you prefer to be healthy and make smart food choices, then a box of fresh Julie's dates will not disappoint. They're full of vitamins and minerals. And while sugar promotes inflammation, dates reduce inflammation. Need some date ideas? Stuff a date with your favorite nut butter? Blend into a morning smoothie? Chop them up for a salad topping? Bake cookies or use them to sweeten a dessert? You can pick up Julie's at your local health food store or go to julies.com. That's J-O-O-L-I-E-S and use code JILL20 for 20% off on your order. Have a great date! Uh, I mean, day. Welcome back. I'm chatting with food expert Liana Werner Gray. So, yeah, when we think about the the negative thoughts like coming in, creeping in, you have to distract yourself, right? And it could be different for everyone. Someone like can feel really good reading a book. Others need to just get out of the house, close the computer, get in nature or having a family dinner. You know, and the mind really is a battlefield and I do believe it starts there. And that's a book I read years ago, that Your Mind is a Battlefield by Joyce Meyer. And it's all really about taking back your mind and your thoughts and how you have to win your mind back 
and then be in control of it for the rest of your life. Otherwise it will control you. And so being mindful and affirmations, breath work, that's all a big part of my way to stay really feeling healthy and feeling wholesome and reducing anxiety as well, for sure. So I have affirmations in the book and I post on my Instagram all the time, like affirmations, like all is well with my soul. And I breathe in peace and I exhale stress. I breathe in peace and I exhale anxiety. And that peace is in the present moment and that our natural state is being peaceful and being joyful. It's so true. We are constantly making these stressful events even more stressful if we are feeding it with our thoughts. Because we obviously have tough things to deal with. And it's not easy to fall asleep peacefully if you have a lot on your plate or if someone around you is sick or if you're dealing yourself with illness or real lifetime stress. But at the same time, we got to like tell ourselves that all will be fine and that sleep is so important because if you stress so much and have the anxiety ruining your sleep, then the next day you'll wake up feeling more anxiety. Are there any things that you do to calm your mind at night, like after a big day? Is there anything that you specifically do day to day that really helps falling asleep more peacefully? I'll usually drink a ginger tea, sometimes a glass of red wine. And I find ginger tea really helps just to relax and it helps like drain the lymphatic system from the day. It's it's anti-inflammatory. feels like you're just ending the day on such a healthy note. And then sometimes I'll meditate right before bed. I also will take my supplements before bed as well because they have ashwagandha is one of the main ingredients. And ashwagandha is an adaptogenic herb that really helps to strengthen the immune system and the nervous system and just makes you feel very calm, very scented. So taking certain supplements or drinking certain herbal teas at night can really help before bed as well to have a really good solid sleep. So the supplement that you have created is made for night times or would you also take it in the morning? So you could take it twice a day. The recommended dose is take two supplements twice a day. So one in the morning, one in the nighttime. If some people are very sensitive, then they're not able to take it at nighttime. So you would just take four during the day. So some people, it does give a bit of an energy boost. For me, it gives me this this centered energy. So not feeling tired, but not feeling like crazy energy, just feeling like okay, good to go, good to focus. And, you know, Tony Robbins says, when you go to bed, you don't have to go to bed exhausted and tired. He's like, no, you want to get to bed still feeling energized and and being refreshed because then you're going to have a great sleep. So he's like, you know, don't burn yourself out and then just crash. And so I like the bit of energy that it gives me before sleep, but some people just stick to doing it four times during the day because it does have those things like it has Jinko. So Jinko, which is a form of ginseng. So that does give a little bit of an energy boost. And then it has turmeric as well. The anti-inflammatory has spirulina and chlorella. So for a lot of people that does give some energy, it puts oxygen into the body and into the gut. Well, the good news for all the listeners is that this supplement is going to be a giveaway when this episode is coming out. Yeah, I'm so excited to give away the supplements for somebody watching this. I'm super excited. It's definitely made a huge difference in my life. I don't miss a day of it, especially now because there were a few days when I was like, 
you know, I think sometimes we think, oh, it's just a tiny little supplement. What difference is it really going to make? And so, you know, just sometimes I'm like so busy. I'm like, oh, it doesn't really matter. And then after four days of not taking it, I'm like, oh, wow, I can notice a difference. I need to take it. And this because these ingredients, they're adaptogenic. And we need these types of foods in our system and in adaptogens in our system to help build our stress resilience. And this is what you're talking about before is that, you know, all these stressful things can happen in a day. We could get a text message, an email. We could have a negative encounter with someone on the street, like a tax bill. Ah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally, we don't know when stress is going to hit, but we need to be prepared for it. And if our body has a stress resilience, which means that it has all the nutrients it needs, doesn't have deficiencies, the nervous system is well nourished, the brain is well nourished, the gut is good and stable, then we'll be able to cope with stress when it comes our way. And so now it's just something I take every day just to make sure I keep my tank full so I'm not running it empty and not feeling like I'm on edge. So if stress hits, it's like, ah, I can't handle it. Amen, sister. It's so good to hear this summed up. We just need to good reminders to to actually check in with ourselves and, and see how we feel day to day. Like what is overwhelming us? Why are we tired? Why are we feeling on edge and irritable? Like why do we blow small things out of proportion? Like is it that we're overworked, exhausted? Are we not eating the right foods? Obviously, green vegetables are the ones that we should eat most of. It's number one anxiolytic food on earth is dark leafy greens. The one, number one. Okay. So now how much of it should we eat, Liana? Well, we should eat it every single day. We should have at least one plate of it. But I mean, ideally two plates of it, lunch and dinner. I mean, I have greens all day, every day. I take supplements. I take chlorophyll water. I take my green juice. I'll have a salad or vegetables with every meal. Also, if you don't like dark leafy greens or salad or vegetables, have something more exciting on the plate perhaps some like explore cuisine, red lentil pasta that maybe is more exciting and then say, okay, I'm going to have this, but I will have some broccoli as well. That way you have something exciting on the plate, but you know, you're going to have what you need to have. And for some people who really just cannot tolerate it, you've got to have those hacks. You've got to have the supplements or the chlorophyll drops or greens powder. You've got to get dark leafy greens into your body every day. I mean, I just think it's a requirement. We have a human body. If we want to live a good life or a decent life, we have to have those elements in our system. Chlorophyll also has blown up this year. Thanks to TikTok, it's gone viral and it's now sold out on Amazon, it's sold out in Vitacost and Whole Foods, which is great because yeah, finally people are realizing like chlorophyll is a daily staple that our human cells, our body just thrives on and it helps with mental health immensely. Oh, I love that it's catching on because I have been taking it for a long time. And when I'm out, I sometimes forget to buy it again and I'm trying other things, but that's a good reminder. I'm going to put it back on my list. And I actually really love the mint flavored one because every time I sip on water, I feel like I have fresh breath too. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And chlorophyll is also an internal deodorant. And so that's great. Yeah. If you love the mint flavored one and there's also just completely plain chlorophyll for people who don't like mint and it has no taste. You know, if you just do a few drops, you cannot taste it. It just tastes like water. It's amazing. And so what other things besides leafy greens should we be eating? In the book, Dark Leafy Greens, number one, also eat more good healthy fats like walnuts, chia seed, 
hemp seed, flax seed, cacao powder also can really help to reduce stress and anxiety for a lot of people. But for some that are sensitive to caffeine, stay away from it. But talking about dark, real chocolate, you know, get some cacao powder, make some chocolate at home. I've got so many recipes for it in my book, or you can buy some products that are super clean. I'm always posting my favorite brands, my good, healthy chocolates and things like that. And then also turmeric is good. So typically anti-inflammatory foods are great for anxiety, turmeric, ginger, and also wild salmon, coconut oil, olive oil. So those are all in the top 10 list of foods. And they're just great for the brain, great for focus, cognitive function, great for the gut. So get those in more into your diet. But if you do have anxiety, severe anxiety, then I found that people who have severe anxiety find it very hard to go in and change the whole diet immediately. So that's why I created the supplement was like, just pop those in you know, you definitely want to take four a day at that point. Pop them in so at least, you know, you're starting to create a different gut microbiome. Like get your food and nutrients from supplements until you get more momentum to say, okay, now I'll have a green juice every day as well. Okay, now I'm going to create a healthy dinner every day as well. Like just start to get momentum that way. Yeah, you don't have to go all the way. Just start somewhere and where it's easy, right? And drinking chlorophyll water is very easy and taking a supplement is easy. Now, if you feel like you're actually doing all the right things, you're getting a proper amount of sleep, you're eating the right foods, you may take a supplement, but you still feel overwhelmed, stressed, and, and have anxiety. Maybe we should look at or commitments or you know the, the things that we schedule in a day. Maybe we need to get a little bit more organized because if your house is really messy, it starts there too, right? When you see that all the unfinished business, if paperwork is all over the place, if there is laundry that still needs to be done, if it's just messy, the brain cannot really relax, right? It's, it's, it's proven that people do function better in organized and clean spaces. So when you think about your space, like look around and see if there's any clutter, if there's some things that you can throw out, if there's some things that you can just put away. Do you have a good suggestion of something that you have done in your life that really made a difference in organizational space or prioritizing your work? So this one is what you were just talking about. I think it's a saying, it comes from psychology where it's like, swallow the frog. It means like in the beginning of the day, you look at the hardest task that you have, the most difficult thing, the thing that you're dreading. It could be having a conversation with someone. It could be cleaning the dishes. It could be, you know, going to do your laundry, whatever it is, the thing that you're just like dreading of like, I really don't want to do it. Do that first because then it's out the way and it's done. There's a lot of resistance to it, but then like you might do it like huge pile of laundry has been building up or the dishes or whatever it is that would just stuff will just eat at us and create anxiety. And until we do it. And so if we do that first, then it's like, wow, I just did the hardest thing. Now the rest of the day is like smooth sailing and you have more momentum. So I love that concept. And on days that I actually do it, it feels amazing. feels great. <laughs> and do you think of yourself as very organized and you feel like, well, you, I think you have an assistant, right? So that also helps. Sometimes you have to delegate certain tasks. What else have you done in your life that has changed over the years where you're like, wow, I'm so glad I made that decision? I used to put myself more in the artist category and I used to do a lot of creating with recipes and food and this and that. And then when it was time to write my book, it was like, whoa, I was overwhelmed because I all of a sudden had to start. I, I felt like I really had to start having more of an organized mind and I had to have a schedule. You know, there was a Monday through Friday all of a sudden, whereas previously 
all the days were the same to me, you know? And then as I've become more of a businesswoman and running a business, I have one full-time employee and six contractors. I'm doing a lot of organizing, a lot of delegating. And I learned from my good friend who's a school teacher in New York and she's the most organized person I know. And she used to, um, you know, get with me and be like, oh, okay, so in a month and a half, this event's coming up this weekend. I was wondering if you want to make that recipe. And I would just, my mind would stop and I would be like, why are you talking to me about something in six weeks? And I just couldn't comprehend how organized she was. And then I just would resist. And then eventually I was like, okay, let me just go along with it. And even though it felt in the moment, it felt like, oh, I just don't want to deal with that right now in this moment. Cause I want to deal with other things or what's happening right now, I thought, let me go along with it. So as she asked me questions, I would answer, I would say, let's do this, let's do that. And then all of a sudden, when it came to that event in six weeks, everything was set up and prepared and organized. And I was able to enjoy it more in the present moment then because we'd done the organizational work. So now I'm always doing that in my mind of like looking at, okay, what needs to get done today and what event is coming up? And just staying so organized, it feels it feels great. Oh, it makes all the difference. Thanks for sharing that. I think it's really important to understand what causes stress in your life. Maybe you're, you know, you, you find birthdays really important, but you're always kind of like scrambling to get a birthday card out and it's late and, you know, even little things like that. If it's important to you, then set alarms, reminders, and start creating new habits because these new habits will save you time. And then with that new headspace, you can just feel more loving and patient and, and play throughout the day because in the end isn't that all what we want to be just lighthearted, playful it's not all about work 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 and getting things done and and taking care of our responsibility it's also truly about like living our best life and having time to enjoy quality time with the people that we love and moving our body and and really appreciating where we live and go explore and and try new things eat new things walk a different route all these things you know are so much part of our mental health. It's not all about achieving and doing. It's really about being and creating this mindfulness and more stillness in our life. And it's just sitting. I mean, I find it hard too, just to sit down and do nothing. But when I do, I'm like, why am I not doing this more often? Right. We always have that next thing to do. And sometimes those little things can just wait. The big things take care of it. Right. And then the little things, <sighs> there's another day that can give you so much freedom, the emotional life that we live day to day. Talk about it, just like what we do here. Just share it. Share it with someone that really, truly cares about you and that has the patience to listen. Because by sharing, we feel more connected and less alone. Beautiful. Yeah, very well said. Yeah, the emotional health is very important, obviously, just like our physical health and mental health and spiritual health. You know, I think also us being businesswoman and anyone in this with a career, we can get so tied up into just working, working, working all the time. I realized, wow, there's so many people out there for me to help, you know, as a nutritionist and with my recipes. And then I thought, I literally have a job 24 seven, seven days a week if I want. So that's when I had to really set boundaries and say, okay, I'm, I'll work five days a week, really hardcore Saturday. I'll do a few things. And then Sunday, completely off, completely rest day phone is off just to recharge. And so just, you know, spending time doing nothing and just sitting there. And we did that as kids, but we don't do that as much as adults. And it's so healthy. We, we really need it. 
I think it's so important to address this because, and especially when we have kids, I think what I see around me is that the playfulness is starting to go away because the kids need to constantly go someplace, do some things. And they, you know, we, we got to watch the kids and take care of them. And if you can start becoming playful with them or take some time away and hire a babysitter, like to really, truly connect to that playfulness, that gives so much headspace again. And I love and admire all that you do. And you are so well organized. Like, I know that. I know that you obviously have had your, you know, your struggles and anxiety and health issues, but constantly you learn from it. And when you learn from it, you share it. And I think that's the most beautiful way we can teach and learn from others is by by living the example and by having experienced it all. And if you want to hear more of Liana, then please follow her on Instagram, get her book, connect with her. She will answer, you know, any of your questions. She is wonderful. Thank you so much, love. Thanks for having me on. And also, I just want to remind people that you and I worked on the Models to Eat book. I was one of the co-authors with the other models on there. So check that out if you haven't already. It's such a great book. And there's some of my recipes in there as well that are also replacement therapy recipes and anxiolytics. So yeah, Models to Eat book. I just love that book, Jill. That was such a great project to work on with you. Liana, I admire you, love you. Thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom. Much love and let's stay in touch. Thanks so much to Liana Werner Gray for joining us on the show today. Chatting about all this food certainly got me hungry and excited to amp up my cooking game. If you want to learn more about Liana's research in fixing anxiety with food, check out her book, Anxiety Free with Food. Also, share this episode with a friend who you care about. Sending wonderful, healthy information like this is one of the best ways we can show our friends and loved ones we care. As always, my friends, have a wonderful day and I will see you soon. Kurt Co. Media. Media for your mind.